judgment of condemnation is true for now therefore there is no no condemnation to them that are in Christ Jesus how for the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has made me free free from the law of sin and death listen sin is a principle it's a law it's not just an act it's a law he says for the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has made me free how many of you have heard of the law of gravity the law of gravity is a principle it's unchangeable whatever goes up must come down it's a law you can't change that for you to change the law of gravity you must introduce a higher law that's the only way for you to be free from the law of gravity you must introduce another law and the law higher than gravity is called the law of aerodynamics which states that whatever goes up stays up that law becomes a higher law that sets one free from the law of gravity so he's saying for the law of the spirit of life that means salvation has made me free from the law of sin and death ladies and gentlemen sin is a law righteousness is also a law so when a man rejects the gospel of Jesus Christ he's saying I want to pay for my sins so what happens is that because he does not have the spiritual currency to pay for his sins he has to pay for it by judgment so the judgment of Christ is what Christ took for us the judgment of the believer is not to determine whether <laughs> you go to heaven or not believing Christ is the determination are you seeing that when you are in Christ there is no determination whether you go to heaven or not no have you forgotten the Bible says you have come to Mount Zion have you forgotten the Bible says you are a citizen of heaven you are not a refugee are you aware a citizen so the believer is not trying to make it to heaven unfortunately we have wrong teachings all out there telling believers to strive to go to heaven one day when we get to heaven we must hope for heaven there is no scripture in the whole bible that tells a believer to hope for heaven our hope is the second coming heaven listen heaven is where we are seated our spirit is already there we are waiting for our body to also reach there have you seen that so you see when a believer receives Christ the only judgment left for him is the judgment to determine the degree of his reward and this is what we are preaching we will all face the judgment seat called the Bema seat of Christ but you see that judgment seat is not to determine for the believer whether he is going to heaven or hell it is rather de determining his reward which we will call a crown the unbeliever because he rejected the gift of salvation his judgment is also to determine the degree of his punishment so we said we are forgiven in Christ it is true 
forgiveness is a gift it is called salvation when a man receives christ he receives forgiveness of sins praise god but we have said that you see the reason why we we receive forgiveness is not for entertainment purposes the reason why we receive forgiveness is not to shout i'm free we are forgiven to be made slaves to god please follow this if your life your appetite yourself has not been yielded to the holy ghost you have a problem with your christian walk though you know you are forgiven though you know you are eternally saved though you know you are in the new covenant it is easy to shout i'm forgiven but not easy to forgive that is how come practical christian living is rewarded because not all christians will sacrifice to live the life of christ so last week we looked at offenses we looked at bitterness we looked at hatred there are believers who know they are forgiven yet they don't forgive anyone you can imagine the number of offenses you have caused Jesus Christ <laughs> no just sit down and calculate it now just calculate it how many times have you read your Bible this month how many times have you prayed this month yet God's love for you is still unconditional and you you one little offense he says who does he think he is if Jesus looked at you and said who do you think you are how will you feel hey you know you know it's difficult to walk in the word of God in the initial stages but you see when a believer gets to a place where he does not give reverence to the word of God he's in trouble for example you had a teaching on forgiveness and the Holy Spirit was using that word to touch your heart and you still said uh -uh. what he did is painful it's painful I won't forgive you know what you are doing if the greatest force on this earth which is the word of God cannot change you nothing can do you know God has not forced his word on you he tells you to yield to his word that's the difference between the Christian life you know the Holy Ghost is the most, most powerful being he's the most powerful being but surprisingly he cannot force you to do anything he can't force you to forgive he can't force you to read your Bible he can't for, uh, force you to uh, let an offense go. He can't. Are you aware? So he tells you to. Because he has given you all it takes to live the life of Christ. I said to you that though the believer is in Christ, there is something that is still part of you that is not yet gone. It's called self. Bible says we are crucified together with Christ yes our old man is dead but the word flesh also means two things it means the old man it also means self 
your old man is gone yourself is still there what is self the part of you that doesn't want to please god the part of you that wants to do what it wants to do the part of you that is egoistic pride is not in christ if you find pride in your life it's in yourself are you seeing that so there are many believers who know all the revelation of grace yet they are so full of it themselves why because christ is decreased in their lives and they have increased and i love john what he said john says he must increase i are you seeing the word i i is always selfish i he beat me he offended me i don't like that i can't tolerate nonsense it is that i i i is you you are life do you know that a believer is dead to sin yet the bible says we should mortify our members on this earth the word mortify means kill so there are two deaths one was done one must be done one was done in christ one must be done by, by you you must kill the members of your flesh what are the members of your flesh your passions last must be killed how by the revelation of the word of god so the believer must deal with last we've been looking at the, the, the works of the flesh he don't say ah, i'm trusting god to deal with the problem and god is still trusting you to deal with it because he's giving you all it takes like i always say sin is always selfish one best definition for sin is selfishness every sin is rooted in selfishness unforgiveness selfishness quick temperedness selfishness why are you quick tempered you are not quick tempered because somebody did something to somebody it's because they did it to you it's selfishness murder selfishness drunkenness selfishness witchcraft selfishness because you want to manipulate people seditions selfishness strife selfishness everything is selfish listen we cannot change the world until we kill selfishness we replace selfishness with selflessness it's no longer about you anymore it's no longer about you listen you must come to that conclusion that it's no longer about you it's not about you again it's not about me in other words if something is going to destroy the local church the body of christ i said no it's not about me again it's about the entire body of christ i won't do it again I shared on Facebook the other time that the world does not know you are the righteousness of God. Are you aware? The world doesn't know you are the holy priesthood. They don't know. They don't know. They are not aware that you are the light of the world. All the world sees is what you do. So listen. There are two Bibles. One is with you and one is you. 
there are two bibles people read every day one is with you and one is you the unbeliever does not have time to find out how to live right from the bible they see how to live right by how right you live We find people who know everything about the finished work of Christ. But their lives are in a mess. You know why? Because they live for themselves. They always want to satisfy their pleasures. It's not about us anymore. And today we are, we are continuing with three things I've put together. In the works of the flesh. Come to Galatians 5, 19 from give it to me in NLT if someone does not borrow me his phone to check the time you guys will be in trouble today <laughs> hallelujah Galatians 5.19 now watch that he says when you follow the desires of your sinful nature the results are very clear <laughs> thank you man of God <laughs> the results are very clear what are the results he says the word sinful nature was wrongly translated actually it's called self life or desires or sinful passions because the believer does not have a sin nature are you seeing that so he says when you follow the desires of your sinful passions or desires the results are very clear he says sexual immorality so it is rooted in something nobody just decides to be sexually immoral the akono and the atinka is there but one decides not to the other decides to are you seeing that when you when you decide to follow the desire so it is a desire do you know when you feel like we win is a desire but why don't you we we on your chair as you are seated now because you know what it is inappropriate and the environment is not right if you can apply this to sexual immorality and you are not married you know that number one it is inappropriate number two it is not the right environment the right environment is marriage so the fact that you feel like we win does not mean you will win anywhere the fact that you feel for sex does not mean you have sex anywhere no so you see the, the, Satan is always in trouble because people are putting every blame on them on him you find a believer who actually fulfills the passions of his desire and he says it was the work of the devil it was it was satan satan because i didn't want to do it all of a sudden satan was said do 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 hey <laughs> james chapter 1 verse 13 before we go back he says and remember when you are being tempted do not say God is tempting me so he's telling you God is, does not tempt he says God is never tempted to do wrong 
and he never tempts anyone else so number one we have taken god out of the equation right good let's see who the real tempter is temptation comes from our own desire which entice us and drag us does satan drag anybody who drags us us look at the next verse he says the desires give birth it's not satan it's your desire the desires give birth to sinful actions and when sin is allowed to grow so you allow this thing to grow it gives birth to death give it to me message translation 113 message he says don't let anyone under pressure to give in to evil are you seeing that don't let anybody under pressure to give in to evil say god is trying to trip me up he says god is impervious to evil and puts evil in no one's way next verse the temptation to give in to evil comes from us and only us we have no one to blame but the leering seducing flare up of our own lust next verse lust gets pregnant hey and has a baby what's the baby sin sin grows up into adulthood and becomes a real killer <laughs> hey. so nobody decided to become an addict to pornography or to masturbation no it began with desire and the person did not handle the desire well and he began to feed the desire by watching more sexual videos and guess what whatever you feed grows whatever you starve dies so if you feed your last it grows becomes stronger when you starve your last it dies until you leave this world you are going to resist temptation till jesus comes so don't ever think that the moment you overcame that was all even when satan came to appeal to jesus the bible says he left for a season so you you avoid feeding your last whatever you feed grows whatever you feed becomes healthy whatever you feed becomes strong whatever you starve dies it dies it dies it dies so if, if you want to get out of pornography if you want to get out of masturbation anything that feeds it must be killed it must be starved it's very important so someone says i don't know why i'm addicted yet you have 55 pornography movies and videos on your phone you want to be free you'll be free on judgment day now are you seeing this so <laughs> this is a serious matter so first of all you need to stop watching the videos you decide to stop i have an uncle he was he was normally drinking they'll be eating pork around 12 a.m midnight 
watch a joint drink beer guinness alcoholic drinks you tell him stop no uh -uh. still drinking as he grew he had some serious health challenge they were about to amputate his leg and by god's grace this man was okay do you know that nobody preached the word of god to him since that day we don't know what happened desire to drink alcohol left ah so all this desire was there long ago no see that means that you could have done that all this while so you don't tell me i don't know what happens to me you happen to you oh yeah that's serious and the guy is forcing you let's have sex if not i can't test the waters to see if you are accurate you want to test test the waters you have become, you have become an electrician Hey, so if you don't do it then me i can't trust you listen if the guy tells you he can't trust you let him go because you'll be testing other people if he cannot wait that means he does not have patience and patience is in love that means he does not love you <laughs> oh yeah Someone says that, oh, man, God, when I said I wound, he was behaving sick. He was behaving like, let him have stroke and die. <laughs> let him have stroke and die. He was behaving like epilepsy. Let him die. <laughs> so I was feeling pity for him. Let him die. Oh. No, you see, you see, sometimes people don't know when, when, when you allow an advantage to be taken like, like that, the day something happens to the relationship, do you know what's going the pain is going to cause you? Because you're taking something from you. Your pride. And you can't take it back. And it takes time and the word of God to bring you back into shape. good <laughs> thank you lord yeah so desires can be stronger desires can be stronger i'm telling you there are sometimes you can be there you just feel <laughs> i'm telling you you feel like you know either attacking or receiving one of them i'm speaking in mysteries now stronger by the time you, you know it's serious but you see I, I i i tell some pastors that listen three minutes pleasure can cost you 30 years regret oh yeah so see that is how come in the fruits of the spirit there is self-control you know self-control self-control is a very serious word it means self-control Do you understand? It's very simple. Oh. Self what? Control. Man of God, I explain. What's the meaning of control? Control means what? Control. What is self? What does self mean? Self means self. Self-control does not need explanation. Self-control means there is something in you. There is an inner tenacity in you to decide not to do something. 
and not to do it. It's true. So, back to Galatians chapter 5 verse 19. He says, when you follow your desires of sin, uh, the desires of your sinful nature, the results are very clear. It says sexual immorality, impurity, lustful pleasures. Move on. Idolatry, sorcery, hostility, quarreling, jealousy, outbursts. Now, come back to King James in the verse 20 he says idolatry we have explained all that so please get our previous teaching witchcraft hatred variance emulation wrath and strife so i'm putting these three together okay i'm putting variance strife and seditions together because they are very linked together they're very linked witchcraft hatred variance emulation wrath strife sedition so i'm putting variance strife and seditions together because they are very linked it's a work of the flesh and like i told you never feel because you're a believer you cannot walk in the flesh we live in the spirit but we can not every believer walks in the spirit though every believer lives in the spirit not every believer will walk in the spirit there are believers who are in the spirit yet walk in the flesh in other words, they, they, they fulfill the passions of their desire. Which is self. Self-life. 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 Am I teaching good yet? So now, quickly, let's look at the word variance. Now, the word variance is from the Greek word eris. Eris. E-R-I-S. Eris. Eris. Or eris. Eris. Yeah now the word eris means contention eris means contention that's variance contention it means wrangling it means unhealthy debate unhealthy debate it means quarrel or quarreling discord dispute difficult to deal with being difficult to deal with that that's variance so when we are now looking at this we're going to look at the fruit of the spirit when you look at the fruit of the spirit now uh, we, we are now going to look at temperaments you know a lot of time people say i'm choleric so i can't do anything about it um, they say choleric people we, we are naturally proud we, we are authoritarians we we determine things I'm phlegmatic I'm sanguine which one is the lazy phlegmatic as for we we don't do anything that's how we are we are very lazy people we don't like to do certain things people must push us before we work look at you it's not phlegmatic or it's phlegmatic. <laughs> so people convince themselves with temperament. Well, before Paul came, there was no temperament. When Paul was writing the pieces, there was no temperament. It's a scientific research. Are we going to go by scientific research or we're going to go by the Bible? Which? So listen, I, there are different personalities, but listen to me. 
any temperament you find yourself operating in which is inconsistent with the word of God you need to deal with it so don't say we the cholerics we, we don't take nonsense you must take nonsense because the Bible says forbearing one another are you seeing that so don't convince yourself that's a wrong excuse you're giving to yourself we, we are quick tempered people no quick temperedness is not consistent with the character of Christ he says long suffering is the fruit in you So we are also looking at strife. So we are putting them together. Then we, we preach on it. Strife. Strife is from the Greek word erythia. Erythia. E-R-I-T-H-E-I-A. Erythia. Erythia. Erythia means fractions. Or a fraction spirit. It also means contention. It means contest for superiority. Contest for superiority. I'll show him that I'm in charge. I'll show him who is who. Contest for superiority. That's strife. It also means um, strenuous endeavor to be equal or to pay back in kind the wrong done. Let me say that again. Strenuous endeavor to be equal or to pay back in kind the wrong done. That's strife. To pay back in kind the wrong done. Now let's go to seditions. Seditions. The Greek word for seditions is dikostasia. Dikostasia, which is D-I-C-H-O-S-T-A-S-I-A. Dikostasia. Now, the word dikostasia means dissension. Can you imagine? All, the, all of them has, have dissension in it. Or division. Or disunion. Or stirring up strife in an environment or amongst people. Alright. So we are looking at these three together because they are very related. So we looked at the groupings of the works of the flesh. The first grouping is sexual sins. The second grouping is what? Religious sins. The third group is temper sins. So these uh, sins are temper issues. Temper sins. So the first one is strife, then variance, then seditions. Now, all these three means uh, dissension. Places where there are divisions. Where there's fighting and quarreling. It's a work of the flesh. Even if you have a point. Please listen to me carefully. You know, most of the time, we argue that uh, he did it. He did it. And I must put him where he belongs. No. Putting people where they belong is to treat them how Christ would treat them. 
That's how you put them where they belong. Because they belong to Christ. In environments where people stir up strife, they stir up dissensions, divisions, and disunion, that environment has carnality in operation. There are believers who are difficult to deal with. They are professionals in causing confusion. They say this to this, and they go and tell the story. They say this to this, they tell the story, they say this to this. And the three people come and meet. He says, At this, what he said, they find out it was not true. That's variance. It's a work of the flesh. It's what? It's the work of the flesh. So it's an environment of people who cause strife, disunion amongst people. And Paul calls it canal. Look at First Corinthians chapter 3, the verse 1. Look. He says, And I, brethren, could not speak unto you as unto spiritual, but as unto canal, even as unto babes in Christ. Look at how he defines babes in Christ. The next verse. He says, I fed you with milk and not with meat. For hitherto ye were not able to bear it, neither yet now are ye able. Look. For are ye not yet canal? For are ye yet canal? For whereas there is among you envying and strife and divisions are you not canal and walk as men please listen, listen to me this teaching is also connected to offense and I always tell you that nothing destroys a life than a man or a woman who is emotional emotional people are dangerous people I'm telling you oh they said oh women are emotional verse verse give me a verse give me a verse women are emotional people and it has entered your head he said, Me, we are emotional. <laughs> Listen, when God was giving us his word, he did not look at the anatomy of a woman and say, mm, Women are emotional, so this verse does not belong to them. If the Bible says walk in the spirit, is he talking to men? Uh, why is why are the women quiet all of a sudden? <laughs> He's not considering us the women. We are the weaker vessel. <laughs> weaker vessel. Well, no, yeah, yeah, weaker vessel. <laughs> weaker vessel. Oh, yeah, we go. Your mouth is strong. So, you, you know, the Bible tells us women are the weaker vessels. We understand. But the Bible never agreed that women must be emotional. Are you listening to what I'm saying? So don't put that at the back of your mind. That we we are emotional people. They said you are the weaker vessel. That means we are physically stronger than you. But he didn't say emotions. Now, please, you need to understand this teaching. You know? It will help you. So you delete that thought that we are emotional people. No, you are not emotional. If Christ is not emotional and you are in Christ and the life of Christ is in you, the life of Christ is not emotional. So don't allow emotions to kill you. It is said that they said three women cannot live in the same place for a year. That's, that's error. 
Ghost 2 or 1 is canal. I'm telling you. So they say women cannot live in a place for a long time. It's not true. If you walk in the word of God, you can live in a place for 10 years and nothing will happen. I'm telling you. So listen, don't let the world define how life must be lived. Look in the word of God. As for women, when they stay in a place, they'll fight though. He said, For are ye not canal? For whereas, for whereas there is among you envying and strife and divisions, are ye not canal? So don't convince yourself if you are living with a difficult partner difficult woman difficult lady you must act and walk in the spirit towards that person so people say uh, when you are staying with women in a hostel it is all about fight if only one person walks in the spirit the bible says his love will cover a multitude of sins yeah do you know that in every environment where there is strife there is quarreling do you know that evil spirits are happy to be around you don't know that strife is demonic okay the way you are looking at me let's go James chapter 3 verse 14 let's go to the word James 3 14 look he says but if you have bitter envy and strife in your heart strife means quarreling it can be in your heart oh look it says glory not that means don't be happy about it anybody that is happy fighting me i don't tolerate nonsense so you, you are happy about it he says don't glory in it he says and lie not against the truth you are lying against the truth look at the next verse he says this wisdom descended not from above where does it come from that is Earthly, it is of this world. Number two is sensual. It means it's of the five senses, your flesh. And it is what? Devilish. You see, you need to understand that Satan is the chairman. He is the president of disunity and division. He's the president. He organized angels, deceived them and said, let's go and take the throne of God. He, he scattered and brought division in heaven. Because now somewhere for him, somewhere for God. He's the chairman of division. So wherever there's division, he said, Yeah, I love it. How did you realize that every time the church is being described, it's being described with bond, bonding. We are members of the body of Christ, bonding. He that is joined with the Lord is one spirit, bonding. That means Christianity is founded on union and oneness. Haven't you realized that the devil seeks to bring division wherever the believer gathers? You check it out. Wherever believers gather, that is where Satan brings division. You know why? Because one will chase what? A thousand. Two will chase. 50 witches. Now that's a serious matter. So if Satan is able to bring factions amongst us, me, I don't relate with these people. You know, the fraction spirit is also called seditions. 
where you want to be unique in the church you only roll with people who dress nicely it's a work of the flesh you relate to those who are wearing nice suits and they're having iPhone 11 they are the people you roll with oh wow sweetie <laughs> wow you are carnal I'm telling you there are people who befriend people in church because of their shoe when they watch how the shoe one is here one is there his leg is standing straight but it, as you look at it it's, it's as though it has turned because the shoe is giving him direction you look at this person and like no this guy can't be my friend he ain't gonna be my friend you are being carnal I'm telling you you know sometimes these things have happened to us psychologically we have it's, it's you don't plan it. it because your mind is not renewed your own renewed mind is giving you direction on those to talk to and those not to talk to so you come to church and one day they brought you beside somebody who is smelling and the, they are preaching the person is sleeping and it's coming on you like this <sighs> stupid fool you say that in your mind no i'm telling you it's happening hmm, smelling guy hey you was a baby i'm sitting with a smelling guy in church no it's happening they are juicy they pick those it's fraction spirit there are churches where you go you when they close church it's, it's like there is some division it's like they there are people who organize their own group parties bestie <laughs> bestie they don't roll with other people because you know they, they you are not in my class in Christ there is no classism are you seeing that listen you need to you need to break that barrier it's a stronghold there is no classism in Christ listen there is no age oh come on this is one thing that is destroying the church we come to church we relate to those we think we are older like them if this guy is younger this guy is not my size this church is young the people are too young small boys church hey there is no small boys in Christ though I'm telling you, there is no small boy or small girl in Christ. In Christ, we are all one. So, we are not choosy and picky. You can imagine, we have um, one white man here. He's called Tony. You can imagine, uh, you know, people who are picky, you know. When you close, hello. <laughs> hello, sir. My name is Isaac. How are you, sir? <laughs> And you see another black guy who who whose dress is not appropriate you just walk by him meanwhile he came to church you know there's some people who walk back home broken because of how other christians treated them listen i tell people that listen there are some people when they come to church they don't even listen to the word their mind is far away they just look at how you treated them and they are satisfied that was their devotion So, so someone says, ah, for me, I don't smile. It's the work of the usher. Ah! For me, I don't greet people. The ushers, they are the receive them. You see, that's a wrong motion. Wrong motion. That's classism. It's all the work of the flesh. Please, are you listening to me? You can imagine we were all in racks in sin, yet Jesus Christ died for us. He did not consider how stinky 
stinky and how smelly we were in sin. He died for us in that state. We give that same love back to people who don't deserve it. We need to live the life of Jesus. Fractions, divisions. He says, are he not carnal? See, any environment where there is contention, it's an environment that has opened doors for the devil. Please follow this. Don't be a quarrelsome believer. Don't be a quarrelsome believer. It's ungodly. Learn to bear with other Christians. You need to understand that in every environment where there are people, there will be the tendency of offense. Hi. Very high. And listen to me sometimes you can be very right but how you handle it can be ungodly it's you see it's not about how right you are no the guy didn't greet you yeah it's not right it's not right he gossiped about you and go to here it's not right yeah it's not right is it right no but how you handle it can be ungodly You know, there are some things that are better not said than to be said and you bring trouble. Someone borrowed money from you from the church. The person was not able to pay the money. Maybe genuinely there was no money. Then you start spreading. This guy took money from me. When he sees me, he's behaving like you tell another person, this guy he took money from me. When he sees me, he behaves like he has not seen me. This guy, he took money from me. See, deal with the person one on one. You don't need to tell other people. Now everybody sees this guy. Like, look at this boy. You know what you just did? You destroyed the local church. For whom Christ died for. I'm teaching good here. There are three things you need to remember every time when dealing with a fellow believer. Now one, you need to know that this believer you are dealing with is the bride of Christ. Is the wife of Jesus. The fellow believer sitting beside you is the wife of Christ. The Bible tells us we are God's, we are Christ's bride. So the question I need to ask you is that how will you treat the bride of Jesus? Now, how will you treat the bride of Christ? Number two, that person you are dealing with is the brother or sister of Christ because it's a family. Maybe the person who may not be in the LGCC, but he's in your office. The person is from Lighthouse or maybe Action Chapel, but he's in the body. He's in the body. He's the brother of Jesus. How will I treat the brother of Jesus? I can ask you, how will you treat your own brother? Your own blood brother? How will you treat the person? Will you be offended because your brother did not greet you? Are you seeing that? If you think this way, things don't bother. See, Pastor says something. He said, 
in the Bible says in malice the children don't care about certain things you know some people are, they care too much that's why I'm saying don't be emotional they care too much about the little things little things little things slight things to get emotional and they get offended Be a child. Be a child when it comes to wickedness. He says, be a child. Be a child. That's the brother of Jesus. Number three. That person is the member of the body of Christ. These three things must, must guide you. That person is the member of the body of Christ. Can I ask you a question? Do you cut off your body part because it caused you pain? What do you do? You give it time to heal. I guess there's something. Do you cut off your body parts because it caused you pain? No. Because they are connected to you. You cannot have your hand again if it cuts off. Any hand that is placed on you is either someone's hand or an artificial hand. Nobody can have his hand back. Probably I said by supernatural means. Do you know that the one sitting beside you is a member of the body of Christ? In other words, if this person causes you pain, you don't cut the person. Because he's part of the body. And surprisingly, in this body, Christ is part of it. He's the head. So you can imagine, when you, when you bring pain to the body, you are bringing pain to Jesus. I'm teaching good here. See, we need to act so maturely as believers. You need to act maturely as a believer. How of you in your offices, the people doubt if you are a believer. They doubt. Like, no, this she can't be a believer. That's a wrong testimony out there. It's a wrong testimony. Tell somebody, let it go. And don't be a street fighter. Some of you, you are sub-zero. Yeah. Street fighters, you fight everywhere. You fight everywhere. You respond to everything. You respond to any, everything. Somebody mistakenly insulted you. That was the end. Only an insult. That was the end. He said, for me, it is because of Christ though. If you find a believer talking that way, that means the person is not even changed I'm serious see if you if, if you let me bring my other side it died where's your other side it is dead yeah, my true colors your true color is love 
other side. So be yourself. See, if you walk in bitterness, you are living a fake life. If you if you quarrel with people, it is fake life. Am I teaching good here? It's a fake life. You know, this quarreling thing has destroyed marriage relationships. Are you aware? We have a couple that will fight. They will fight. And for one week, two weeks, they are not talking to each other. What canality is this? You know the problem? Because one is waiting for an apology. Look at you. And one to say, eh, <laughs> meet me. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So one is waiting for an apology. You see, if you were living the life of Christ, you always know that you give Jesus the first place. If it doesn't please Jesus, it's going to if it's going to affect your Bible study, it's going to affect your prayer life. You better go and go and say sorry, even if it was not your fault, and make up things. Me, I tell people the reason why I don't entertain these things is because of my spiritual health. It's my health. I think about my spiritual growth first of all. Fight fight quarreling because one party could not act as Christ of course there are some marriages no matter what happens it will still break because the man is so canal you can imagine a man beating the wife see when your when your husband beats you consistently don't say for the love see it is love to run oh I'm serious oh because he will kill you so that one is out but I'm seeing a lot of marriage relationships and other relations are broken because of little quarrels I heard of a married couple that got divorced you know why but Felix was telling me because of Ludu Ludu they were playing Ludu the lady has been winning all the time the lady wins all the time and one day the man won he said you understand marriage is broken so someone asks you what happened Ludu no another, another marriage broke it, it just it, was, it didn't last a week you know why because of toothpaste toothpaste one person says press it from the bottom one person says no 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 press it from the middle divorce toothpaste five CDs toothpaste this, this is a very serious matter toothpaste caused quarreling and what was it at all that one party could not bear or forbear so I wonder when you hear Christians doing this what have they been hearing when they come to church no wonder you find a Christian whatsapping when he's listening to the word of God but he doesn't whatsapp when he's at work the time for the word is time for entertainment but listen the only word or the only lecture that lectures your spirit is the word of God so I tell people listen don't be see take the time with the word more serious than anything because the way we lecture your mind to develop it we lecture your, your understanding in Christ to make you live a certain quality of life it shouldn't be said of you in this ministry that you divorce because of toothpaste. 
you divorce because one was saying that see if you listen to every side in a divorce everybody was right one check one said he did it 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 so who do we judge both of them are guilty because one person did not walk in the spirit he says okay it's okay all right that's fine i told you when we got married i told my wife that if we quarrel it should not cross the next morning no matter how heated it is the next morning one party will talk and it is over it's a discipline it's a discipline irrespective of how i feel or how she feels we put feelings aside because our children are at stake christ is at stake see christianity is a life of sacrifice we lose to gain you must lose something listen you must lose an ego in you to preserve a marriage or relationship you must lose an ego to preserve another christian brother or christian sister we lose to gain it's the life of losing i'll prove to him who i am i'll prove to him we don't prove to anybody when i was working at star fm i was a man of god my boss spoke to me anyhow imagine if my ego was in the scene does he know i'm a preacher i prophesy is that isaac isaac people call me papa bring your report why haven't you met your target for this i said sir the, the clients are not coming <laughs> you are not serious hey I do programs for people though. like <laughs> I do programs for people I preach people knew that I lay hands and it <laughs> You kill ego. We kill it. You need to kill it, I'm telling you. Kill it. I decide, I choose to greet. See, see, I love to greet people. I've greeted people, they don't respond. I don't get offended. And later you go and find out the person didn't even see. He didn't see me. And that's your world cap. People have embarrassed me several times as a preacher, as a pastor. I don't prove to anybody. It's part of the training process. Listen, when you hear the word of God like this, starting from when the word was preached, there will be an examination. So this week, your, your own father, your own mother, your own sister, another believer after service, <laughs> one kind of believer after service will bring himself like ah is this what you people do here you just listen to the word of god now quarreling seditions 
I think I'm teaching good. Something is going there. Ask somebody, are you a living epistle or you a living epistle? Very important question. We ask the word at all times. We ask the word. Uh, mommy told me something at that time, uh, Linda. She said when she joined the LGCC, uh, before she joined the LGCC, she was, she was shaking, shaking mama, she was shaking you right now. If you mess up, she was shaking, shaking you right now. And she kept hearing the word of God. One time she sat in, a, in the car. The mate was messing up. And she remembered my preaching. She says, it's not you, forget. <laughs> and she said, but those days, those days, <laughs> hey, You know, you find a Christian fighting with the mate. Why? 50 pesos. How? How? Magellan, sister. Magellan, sister. And they, they, are push, they push you from the, from the mirror. You came to fall on back up. Christian. 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 50 pesos. It's not you. It's a fake life. I was teaching you last week. Some of there are some Christians who are winning born. They can't just stand anybody. They just everybody is a problem. Everybody is a problem. They have problem with everybody. Everybody. You have something to say about the person. How is he like? Oh, he's okay, but he's okay, but he's okay, but I don't like the way he talks. So, uh, how do you want God to create people for you? That's a problem. It's winning born. You just don't like people. You just have a problem with everybody. Everybody, you have a problem with everybody. I'm slay queen. <laughs> you can imagine. See, see, oh, why am I teaching all this? Because it's too much in the church. There are petty things that destroy believers in the church. Petty things. When you hear the stories, it shouldn't have been. And we have had people leave the church silently without nobody hearing what happened because of one common believer. Tell someone I'm a love being. I love I'm trained to love. Now, now, please hold on. Now, now, let me balance this. Let me balance this. Now, we are not saying that everybody in the church will be your best friend. Please follow this. We are not saying everybody in the church will be your, your best friend. We are not also saying everybody in, your, in the church will remain to be your best friend. There are some people, even in the church, you must have spiritual distancing. What's the purpose of social distancing? It's not because you are angry. Are you angry? That's why you are, are you distancing because you are angry? Because of what? Infection. There are some believers, their character, you love them with the love of God, but you know your limit. When I say you know your limit, I mean that they, there are some conversations you don't cross over. Hello. God bless you. It's good to see you. <laughs> don't fake it all. Don't say, don't say, <laughs> how are you? Uh, one plot. <laughs> That's all I'm talking about. 
That's not what I'm talking about. Real genuine love for the person. But you know your limit with the person. Apostle Paul tells us, he gives a group of people, he says, those who don't honor the epistle, he says, from such, redraw yourself. So, have you forgotten the same Apostle Paul said? He says, bad company corrupts good manners. In other words, if a gossip is your best friend, you become, maybe you didn't learn that, but you will learn it. So, that spiritual distancing is not working out of love or being kind of, no. But you just know your limit to the person. It's possible. But there, there should be no point where a believer says, then you must be a witch. My spirit does not click. If your spirit cannot click with another believer, there's something wrong with your spirit. What spirit is inside you? When I'm a born spirit. You click with everybody. But you don't roll with everybody. Are you seeing this? So, the love must be the foundation. Love must be what? The foundation. It must be the foundation. We love at all times. Jesus said, if you love those who love you, you haven't done anything. Because the sinners do sin. If you greet those who greet you, you haven't done anything. We love the unlovable. It says, bless them who curse you and pray for them who despitefully use you. Hallelujah. How long have I preached? Oh, someone should tell me. How long have I preached? One and ten minutes. One and ten minutes. Amazing. Alright. So I'm going to bring it to an end. Hallelujah. So you see, where you find strife, variance, and divisions, that place is a place where the word of God is not upheld. That's a place where the word of God is not upheld. Hallelujah. Let's read some few scriptures. Galatians chapter 5, the verse 15. Look, he says, But if ye bite and devour one another, take heed that ye be not consumed one of another. Give that to me in NLT. Look, he says, But if you are always biting and devouring one another, watch out. Beware of destroying one another. Look at 26. Same Galatians 5, 26. Look. He says, let us not become conceited or provoke one another or be jealous of one another. So we don't provoke one another. You don't provoke one another. You don't also allow strife to remain. Like I said, there are many Christians who are emotional. I keep saying this because it's a serious problem. Somebody made mockery of your shoe. That was all. He says, hey, that was the end. Ah! Oh, sister, we were there. That's all. That was the end. 
the person said, mm, this is your head, you're looking like a witch. Oh. Everybody laughed. Just a simple statement. Someone says it's not simple. Which is a witch. You know, so you see, I told you, you see, develop spiritual bullet proofs. Where things don't hit you just like that. You know, terminator, kill alumi. You shoot the guy, the bullet will just mix and it will come back again. Come back. Come, come back. Then you are angry. Bro, why? Your suit is looking like a two CD4 suit. You are angry. Oh, I'm telling you, many Christians get offended. I mean, useless things. Useless. Useless. Useless things. So there are some people, you can't joke with them. You can't joke with them. And those people to tease people more than anything. <laughs> no, but you see, so it's just provoking one another. We need to act in wisdom. For example, if you are staying in somebody's house, there's a way you behave. If you are staying in somebody's house and you are working, there are some of you who go home, come back, eat three times a day. You'll be watching TV, 10 a.m., somebody's house, and you are working. Why? You won't buy even one pure water for the house. What's the meaning of this? So don't say you are not aware. You must be aware. Wisdom must guide you. So the people begin to develop hatred and bitterness in their heart. They can't tell you. So they will start acting in a way to let you know you must go. So by the time you come, the TV cable is not there. <laughs> because you are not acting in wisdom. You see, there are sometimes you go and stay in people's houses. You don't have money. We understand. So what you have is what you use. What you have? Labor. Wash their things for them. I said, read them in Yakwa. Yakwa? Yakwa? So you can't stay in somebody's house and be. So I'm telling you, there are many people, they go and stay in people's houses in two months. Now, you know why? Because they don't know how to walk in wisdom. So they provoke the people to go and stay with. They wake up in the morning, their hall is dirty. Their things are dirty. Then they've left it. Meanwhile, you are staying in somebody's house. You act in wisdom. Then you go and say that this Christian, he is not good. He is good. You are not walking in wisdom. If you are staying with somebody and you are working, ah, buy provisions to the house. Your salary must not, might not be big. But you see, the way you handle it, just buy five bags of water and go and put it at home. Now they know that you are not a bedding. You are not a bedding. You are helping with the little you have. It's wisdom. If not, you provoke them. He says, provoke not one another. They cook. You, you eat. You drink water and belch when they are watching TV. And the children will look at them. And they look at them. Mm. You didn't walk in wisdom. There are some of you, they sacked you because of how you behaved. He said, they didn't treat me well. They didn't treat me well. You didn't treat them well too. You didn't treat them well. I'm teaching good though. If you go and spend holidays in somebody's house, act in wisdom. If you are in trouble and you go and stay with somebody, act in wisdom. 
go beyond the mark impress the people now when they are going there when you are going they are begging you some of you when you are going they will put in some hot praise praise song may you yes they are happy you are going because you did not live in wisdom you were provoking them but how you were living provoke not one another tell somebody provoke not one another I hope I bless someone lift your hands begin to speak in the spirit speak in the spirit <laughs>